Hey, I'm Erica, a single plus-size Jill of all trades in Atlanta, and you're listening to Brown Sugar Diaries, my voice diary, where I discuss my love life, or lack thereof, my journey through self-discovery and growth, and everything else I should probably write down, but it feels better to talk this shit out. Thanks for tuning in. A quick note before we start, in case the title doesn't give it away, this is a personal voice diary, which means this podcast will contain explicit language. I feel free to express myself on this platform and in this vein. You've been advised. Brown Sugar Diaries starts now. Hey, y'all. welcome back to another episode of brown sugar diaries the day is thursday december 2nd 2021 at 6 35 a.m did you hear me say thursday i just feel like i needed to reiterate that it's thursday Mm -hmm. because i'm on my shit okay but i don't really know how long this episode is gonna be because i'm not quite sure how how deeply i want to dive into this but i was talking to a doula client slash friend of mine and somehow we took a nose dive into um, uh, dominant and submissive relationships. And I was telling her, you know, like my fascination with BDSM more so <laughs> the DNS part. <laughs> um, when it comes to dominant and submissive and she was like, I just can't picture like, you know, cuffs and chains and whips. And I was like, what? none of this happens <laughs> I think some people just kind of have this like Christian gray 50 shades of gray you know idea or picture in their head when it comes to you know when they hear dominant and submissive and to be honest I mean that's one facet of it but there's also other facets so okay I'm a little bit well versed in this because I have I've wanted to be a dom for a long time and so I finally took the leap and I found a mentor and yes, Jay is okay with it. He's fine with it. He's okay, guys. Not to worry. <laughs> He's fine. We, but we did talk about it and we have limitations. Like we have boundaries um, in place. So you have some um, dominant submissive relationships that are purely physical and sexual, physical. That's it. And then you have some which are um non-physical no contact at all it's just it's um financial dominance meaning or fendom as some people call it that just means that it's there's no physical contact you really don't talk to them on the phone like it's more so like a text or email type situation the way you assert dominance is through transactions there are people out here in this world who have disposable income, typically white men, very few black men, who have disposable income and they can't get off unless you spend $15,000 a day or a week or whatever the boundaries are or, you know, a month or however it goes. You have a certain amount of spend, money to spend and they literally are not going to get off unless you spend that amount or more. Like a minimum of like fifteen thousand per whatever boundary you guys set. So for me, um, the the fascination with 
dominance was less about has always been less about you know the the cuffs and the the kink part of it I don't really care about that I care more about the sensuality of it like I care more about you know unlocking the sensuality in people um because I really want people to have great sex and enjoy exploring with themselves and you know that type of thing I've never cared too much about you know causing bodily harm or discomfort to anybody that's never been my thing um I think with that, I would have boundaries um, with just inflicting pain like that on somebody. Not my jam. Um, But for me, it's been more so about the sensuality of it. Like, here, there are some kinky parts. But my kink and what people typically associate with dominance and dom and submissive um, relationships is totally different. So, like, if it's a... if, If there were a physical contact um dom sub relationship that I were in and this dude likes being pegged. Okay. I can do that. That's not a problem. But as far as you know, like brand like some I've seen some guys like to be branded. I've seen some guys like, you know, kind of stuff that I wouldn't be comfortable doing and a lot of people feel like you know doms don't have any boundaries and that type of thing and doms absolutely do have boundaries just because you prefer to be in a position of control or necessarily power um doesn't necessarily doesn't mean that you don't care about people you don't care about people having a human experience so the goal is never to like damn near kill you because why (laughs) what would be the reason um but I also enjoy the fact that you know there has to be a level of trust so like personally um not to discuss any of the present dom sub relationships that I have um that are not they're not physical I'll leave that there um, but personally, like in my relationship with Jay, before he fucked his knees up, let's start there. Um, <laughs> um, we had to build a level of trust physically with each other. Like he trusted me, he trusts me, but he'd never explored with anybody sexually the way that I wanted to explore because I'm a kind of person, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So, because we're it, we're doing this, we're in this relationship, like, I trust you, you know, if you say you want to try this, then okay, let's try it, because I know that you're not going to harm me. I know that you're not going to do anything to make me uncomfortable. If I say stop, you're going to stop. If I say I don't like this, you're going to stop. If I say, you know, anything that's other than, ooh, that feels good, or ooh, that feels nice, he's not going to go for it. So, there's that level of trust that's like, okay, I got you. So with him, the the issue, I don't even want to call it an issue, but, but it was technically an issue. So the issue with him is that everybody is always, you know, trusting of him because they know like, oh, I know he's going to, he's going to make sure I had the best orgasm and he's going to do this because he's a very attentive person. He's a very, you know, listen to your body, watch your body, pay attention to cues, you know, listening to the sound effects, that kind of person. Great. 
but what is it that you want? And he never had anybody ask him, like, what is it that that puts you in the mood that gets you to the ultimate orgasm? And one of the things that we discussed was that what tends to happen is so many people leave their orgasm in the hands of other people. And by that, I mean, like, you have sex with a person and because the dick was trash, the pussy was trash, you just discard them instead of trying to teach them what happens. And I think a lot of times the reason for that is because we haven't been comfortable enough to explore on our own. Like, we haven't taken the time to figure out, you know, what gets us off. What do we need to put us in a position to be able to to truly orgasm? Meaning, you know, self-pleasure, sex toys, or, you know, whatever it is that, that gets you there. If you need to be touched a certain way. If you need this. Like, I'm a person who needs my senses stimulated. Like, I enjoy a sensory overload. Like, touch me. Get, let me taste something. Let me see something. Let me hear something. You know, that type of thing. I need my senses stimulated. So he hadn't yet figured figured out what it was that got him there. But for him, he's such a selfless lover. It's if, if you get yours, then I'm going to be fine. And it's like, nah. And then it's like, you, you getting up and or not getting up meaning getting up out of the bed or wherever we are and you know like that was amazing I'm like is it because you're not curled up sleeping in the fetal position that's that's how I know I've done my best work I don't need verbal confirmation like that I need to see physical confirmation <laughs> and because of that it that because that was how he was um it, it made me feel some type of way, but it also made me ask, like, did you get anything out of this? And he was like, yeah, I mean, you satisfied. Like, no, did you get anything out of this? Like, did you did you have an orgasm? Did you bust a nut? And he was like, I mean, yeah. And like, nah, uh-uh. So I realized that it was more so, yes, while he was achieving the orgasm, because I know that there's proof. There's proof, guys. There's proof. Trust me, there's proof. Uh But, like, you know the average orgasm, so that helps you. But I don't want you to have to wait for me to get yours. I'm good if it happens before I do. But honestly, it'll happen. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. Because even when you're done, I ain't done. I have tricks, guys. I have tricks. But... (laughs) I had to get him to that point, making him comfortable enough to to self-explore, which came with a different level of trust. So I like blindfolded him once and, um, you know, had him trust me in that way, did a series of things, had him trust me in that way. And then the next time I blindfolded and tied his hands and had him trust me in that way. And then I, the next time I blindfolded, tied his hands and tied his ankles and strapped his ankles down. He actually enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> but that's everything that happened. 
um, to help build that trust. And it wasn't like, oh, today, tomorrow, the next day. It, it was like, okay, this time, then, you know, maybe a week or so later, two weeks later, then the next time, you know, it happened again. So now that we've built that trust, now that, you know, we both understand that this is what we need, you know, basically told him to tell me I like this or I don't like that and so he was honestly more comfortable with a lot of stuff that I was like he's not gonna like this he's not gonna like he's gonna hate this and he was like no I like it and afterwards like we always have like this debriefing section session and basically it boiled down to like he never had anybody care about what he likes So there's that. I definitely challenge y'all to ask y'all partners, like, what do you like sexually? Like, what do you need sexually? Because if I can help, you know, if I can do those things to help further get you in the mood or help you reach this orgasm, then why not do that? And not even just that, like, we want this to be mutually enjoyable you know, for both of us. Like, we don't want to just be having sex just for the sake of having sex because, you know, this is what people do. Like, let's make this, you know, mean something. Like, I, I, I always feel like, aside from when you just need a quickie, like, I feel like sex should be an experience. It shouldn't just be, you know, vanilla penetration. Let's just do it, get it done, get it over with. Like, I hate that. Let's make this mean something. So, yeah. I guess the question in Tyler's episode is really like, am I a freak or no? <laughs> I don't really know, guys. I, I'm, What people would consider freak honesty feels like normal. It feels normal to me. So, I don't know. Weigh in. Let me know. Let's get into the spoonful of sugar. The spoonful of sugar segment is inspired by the Mary Poppins phrase, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. In this segment, I gave an inspirational quote or piece of encouragement because sometimes we just need a little pick-me-up or in this case, a spoonful of sugar to make a tough, unpleasant situation or hard pill to swallow just a little bit sweeter. is not taboo it shouldn't be uncomfortable it should be fun and you should be eager to learn more about yourself so go to the toy store get some new shit please make sure that you have rechargeable waterproof toys okay we are grown it's time out for running to the store because we out of batteries okay and make sure you get some toy cleaner and still wash that shit with soap and water and the toy cleaner, okay? We calm. Explore some stuff. Stop leaving your orgasms at the hands of other people. Stop being in a position to not be able to tell people what you like and what you need. And I mean really explore. Figure out what it is that you need to get to where you need to go, okay? I'll let y'all be nice. Play nice. Bye. Yeah, 
hell are you following me on social media i don't believe you are you need to fix that go on instagram and follow me at brown sugar diaries go on twitter at brwn sugar diaries go on facebook brown sugar diaries podcast you can even send me an email boo brown sugar diaries podcast at gmail.com and go on the website brown sugar diaries.com and read my diary okay there's a lot of good tea in there but anyway, make sure you rate, review, like, share, and subscribe. Share with your mama, nanny, cousin, and your baby daddy, now. And make sure we get this thing popping. Okay? Okay. Y'all play nice now. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.